Hello and welcome to the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. We've been expecting you. I'm your host, Special Agent 0013 Dead Air Dave, and this week we're going to dig into the files on the band Whole Damn Mess. And joining us from the Whole Damn Mess is uh, Don and Greg. Welcome to the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. What's up, Dave? How we doing? We're doing great. I had the opportunity of catching you guys live in front of my naked steaming eyes and ears at the, the Happens event in Vegas back in March. Mm. And it was really uh, a great time. And uh, you guys know how to bring the party live, that's for sure. Tell us a little bit, because I know you guys, all the members of the band, have dabbled in a lot of areas of music. Uh, I know you've collaborated with many people, including Billy Corgan, who people would immediately recognize. Uh, Lawrence has been a longtime guitarist for the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And I know all of you guys write and produce and uh, record for other artists as well as making your own music. So you truly bring the whole damn mess, don't you? Well, that's, that's, that was the whole idea of the name, actually, when I was thinking about what this project should be called. Is It's a gang. There's the four core guys, and then we probably have four ancillary players, the bassist and drummer, and they switch. They're in the band, but it's, they're not in the writing of the band. You know, like, so the four of us write it, but when we get out and play, we tell everybody your job is to try to be the only one people want to pay attention to. <laughs> and if we can do that live without being showboaty, but just being like really genuine and good at what you're doing, then it comes across. And, you know, our day jobs are making, we make music and, our favorite thing to do is to make music together. There's nothing better for me than being the singer in a band that I might not even be the best singer in. That's a really cool feeling. So you always feel like you're, I'm a fan of the band as much as I'm someone who's in it. And that happens because, you know, the, the best chorus could have been written by Greg instead of me. And so that I don't have ownership in that way, which makes it so much more freeing. And it's interesting you say that uh, you love being the singer in a band that you might not be the best singer in, because all four of you guys bring vocal power to this. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> going on, very <laughs> nice. Fun. Tell everybody how long uh, the band has been together at this point. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I just remember I I quit my last thing and didn't know what I was going to do. And Kevin, our manager said, I want you to meet these two guys. And that was C. Todd and Lawrence. And we met and we were just going to write for other people or maybe it was going to be me. We weren't quite sure. And with the first song we wrote is a song that still opens our show most tours. And it felt really natural and great. And Greg and I were working together kind of separately. It was C. Todd's birthday and I said, right, I'm coming to your birthday, but I'm bringing somebody. And he had never met Greg. I brought Greg to a, a personal birthday dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this is probably four years now. Yeah. And I mean, Kevin would know better, but I honestly don't know what time I went to bed last night or woke up. So I'm not good at any <laughs> of those sort of numbers. But I can tell you song four, side two of, you know, Cheap Trick's third album. I just can't tell you any other details. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, you have your priorities straight, and that's what's important. Yeah. So this is the new Music Files. Bring us up to date and tell us about the newest collection of music that you have, that you're rolling out for 2022. Uh, yeah, these are all of, we're still getting the, uh, 
the COVID songs out. So all of the records that we made while we were all locked up, which are some of our favorite songs. The last one released some big something. Um, and we've got, I don't even know, maybe another six or seven songs to, to kind of come out after that. But yeah, it's all, it's all kind of written in that world where we were consciously trying to not create these the world is falling apart records when it felt like the world was falling apart we wanted to make music that made us feel good we wanted to make music that would feel good to play live that we're looking forward to playing for our fans and uh and just music that 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 we wanted to hear in a time when things weren't so optimistic and it sort of felt really on brand because the idea of the whole damn mess and i've said this before is it feels like an adult like punk rock show. There's a it's a it's a big energy, fun thing. And so what's really interesting is as producers, we always tell artists we're writing with, they're working with, like, figure out who you are and be that thing. And then I would still come in with like, you know, emo boy song, which I love. And I did it once with one of the songs, and Greg was like, it's a really good song, but we shouldn't do that. And I think it was you that did it, which is, I still have, maybe I wake up at night angry at you a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, like we just realized that we wanted to be the band that didn't do that. And it isn't like we're like, hey, everybody, there aren't problems in the world because all of our songs, the verses basically say, life's freaking hard. And then the choruses tell you, shut up and do, you can't do anything about that, but you can still be happy today. So that's the basic, you know, premise. And then once we've, wrote the one song that felt like that we realized we had sort of the seed of what this band could be because we get to do all the other stuff elsewhere and we said let's just be this and we're working on getting even more and more sort of singular we have uh we just got together recently and did four new songs that we each started and then what we've been doing is each of us gets to work into that song alone and then we'll all come together and work into it together but the idea still being the beacon is some big something. Nothing in the world feels better into the great unknown. It's still that sort of positive where it feels timeless, right? The music and that you go play Coachella and people would be like, I get this immediately. Yeah, it's definitely not just the content of the lyrics that are overwhelmingly positive, but then certainly the arrangements you build around it, the energy of the band when I saw you playing live in Vegas. As you're mentioning, you know, life's hard. And a lot of things get thrown at you. But come to this party with the whole damn mess and you'll find a way to get through it all and have a great time doing it. And yeah, by the way, this, what you saw, we, how we know we have to get through it, the keyboards, they never plug, they never put the keyboards through the system. <laughs> so that entire show you saw was missing all of the melodic elements from a keyboard. Oh, and great. we were, we're like, there's nothing you can do. We get 20 minutes. Yeah, we've already started. We're not going to take 18 of them and getting the sound man to figure out how to plug in a keyboard. So off you go. That was it. It doesn't get more rock and roll than that. It was yeah. like we gave the drummer one. And by the way, the other thing is our drummer couldn't make it. We literally had a guy come play drums that isn't in our squad. Right. That was a one off. And he, drums. that was the first time he played was sitting at those drums for that show. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is truly rock and roll winging it, man. What a mess. And it came out fantastic. I can't wait to see you again now with the, with everything <laughs> yeah. plugged in. With the with guitar <laughs> amps. And we yeah. use strings now. Yeah. Now there's even strings on the guitar. <laughs> even better. Keeps getting better all the time. 
So the new latest collection of songs, have you put them together yet as an album? Is that available as an album for people to grab? Yeah. No, not yet. That's what's happening in 2022 for the rest of the year is uh, these songs are going to start coming out. Do people care about albums anymore? We do. Of course we do. But we're nervous also, like the last record, you put the record out and no one ever hears side two, song four. And, you know, then they say the record's dead. We have to go on to the next thing. And, like, we all feel like we put too much heart and soul in it to, to just let that happen. Right. Giving a nice constant roll out through the year. And then put a record. And then, yeah, collect it at the end as an album. We just need, we just need to ask our manager if we're allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later in the show. But right now, uh, what I want to do is... Uh, well, I want to I want to hang up this phone call. It's me. Yeah, it's you calling me to tell me to hurry up and get to the song. So I will. From the latest collection, we're going to hear a little taste of Nothing in the World Feels Better from the Whole Damn Mess right here on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files, and that's a taste from the song Nothing in the World Feels Better by Whole Damn Mess, who uh, we are cracking into the files with today. And another element we always like to bring to the podcast is uh, radio's play in an artist's life. And so uh, we bring to you from uh, 97X in Tampa, uh, Jenna Kesnick. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So Jenna, tell us how uh, you discovered the Whole Damn Mess. So... Interestingly enough, I have actually indirectly known Don for years, but I never, I never met him and we hadn't directly worked together. So I've heard his name. I live here in Tampa, obviously, and Don has a lot of friends here in Tampa. And I heard a lot about Don, but the thing is, is everything that I heard about Don was what he has done for the community here in Tampa and how um, philanthropic and how, just how caring he's been with a lot of people, a lot of friends that I've known. And then I ended up actually hearing one of the songs on social media and I heard that first and then I got connected through a mutual friend. And so it was kind of like this bunch of different factors from long time. And then seeing it, you know, on social media, um, hearing the song, and then finally getting actually a connection where I was like, oh my gosh, it's finally happening. We're finally going to get a chance to work together. So it was, it was very, it was a fun way, I think, to be able to get introduced to Don. It's very cool to already have a certain history outside of the music, rather than the usual process of stumbling onto a song and then learning about the artist, completely flipped the script this time around. Yeah, which I think was actually a lot more fun of a way to be able to work with a band, just because it's usually you hear the music, then you start to get to know them as people and you know, what they're doing behind the scenes, et cetera. Um, and kind of having it reversed just totally made the music 
feel even more authentic, like immediately right out of the gate. So for me, it was just like, it was a no brainer. Yeah. Matter of fact, you guys are still in the conversation. Jump in and uh, talk to Jenna as well. I mean, honestly, I just wanted like her just saying that, first of all, you guys can't see her, but she is, has, it's like, she's has a halo over. Her. She's very like, there's a, a real sort of genuineness to her. And I've been in this industry long enough to know that that's a rarity. And for her to sort of have connected, it was more than just the song. And it felt like there's, there's a friendship there from like, we're in a community together and it, it mattered. And, you know, I also tip my hat to that. They didn't, I've, I've sent songs in before and they weren't, you know, they, no one took them. So it takes the right time and the right group of people. But for us, it feels like also the right song. It feels like the right entry into like, you don't know this band, but here, here's the band. Because I don't know if that's our best song, Some Big Something, but it feels great. Yeah, yeah. And it grabbed Jenna. There you go. I will tell you, when I first interned, my resume was thrown in the trash. So it took someone to find it, and it just takes the right person to um, really listen or give it a chance. So, um, and by the way, that internship was here at 97. Yeah, all right. That's amazing. <laughs> the other thing is that you realize that what we do, it has to hit you, all of your favorite songs. It depends on the day and the time. And so all that stuff you have to factor it into when you find something you fall in love with. You should freeze time for a second and look around you. And it usually is, you know, I don't know that we have the same impact if there was no such thing as COVID. Like there's a part of what we did that it feels like a post-COVID record. And right. I think that that's important to sort of understand too. Time to bring everybody back to the living. Another, the nice. other part that you mentioned earlier, which I thought was so great, and the reason why the song resonated even more so is because it did sound happy but like lyrically it had authenticity you know that it wasn't you know toned up of what's around right now but it was happy the music was really rough at the time um and it's really like angsty and so having a song that wasn't constant just everything is really shitty <laughs> um right was really refreshing and really nice and I think really needed. By the way, Jenna, have you had a chance to see the uh, whole damn mess completely plugged in with strings and keyboards? No, but I am very soon. <laughs> All right, excellent. <laughs> well, hey, uh, let's delve into the music again. Greg, Don, you want to pick a tune that maybe we can uh, give everybody a little sample of? Let's do some big something because we've been talking about it for the last little while here. So let's let's give that a spin. Sounds perfect. So here you go with the whole damn mess on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang new music files. Hail, hail the gang's all here. 
We're bringing everybody in and joining the conversation is Kevin, uh, their manager from Handheld Management. Kevin, welcome to the gang. Hey, thanks for having me. So Kevin, we learned how, how Jenna discovered the band. How did these guys cross paths with you? So I met Don through a mutual friend who also happens to be a music attorney. And when I connected Don to uh, C. Todd and Lawrence, it was more about, you know, Don is such a talented producer, songwriter. It was like, he was in LA, let's introduce you to some other like-minded people that are also producers and songwriters. And it was kind of a surprise to me when the next thing I knew, they're like, we're a band. And so um, I think Don mentioned some of that. And the same with Greg as well. So, it, you know, it, it was this, this great, I mean, all bands are basically like science experiments. Um, and it was just putting together these great four, combination of four different elements that created a whole damn mess. And so I, I agree with that. And, you know, I agree with everything that, that everyone just said as far as taking something that's, you know, I mean, lyrically, if you listen to a lot of these songs, they have a lot of depth. There's some darkness there, but it's twisted in a way that is like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to be okay. And so I think that's what resonates with a lot of people. And so I think, again, Don talked a little bit about how he met C. Todd and Lawrence, um, but that's how I met Don. And somehow, some way you decided, okay, I have to be involved with these guys and jump in on the journey. Yes. And uh, you guys, Don and Greg, was it a mutual thing or did you think, well, this cat's got to prove his weight? I mean, you know, the truth of that is, is that in our business, every day you start from zero and you can earn, you know, you earn loyalty points and I'm a really loyal person. And if you're good to me, I want to be good to you. But I think every day, we all sort of earn our stripes because if we can't, we got to be able to be brutally honest with each other. And it's such a hard business, especially with radio in the mix. And it's so hard. You can write what you think's your favorite thing and no one pays attention. And then you write something you think's a throwaway and people do pay attention. So like, I think you have to have trust and then a constant, you're constantly evaluating yourself and you're holding everybody up to a higher standard. And if you're, we're all doing that, then you have a chance of having something happen. And, and I think to Don's point, you know, it doesn't matter who you are in the music business, where you're at, even if you're at the top, then you're trying to stay at the top. So it is constantly trying to just, you know, get better. And I do give Don and whole damn mess and Greg and, I mean, constantly trying to get better, always open to constructive criticism, listening. And I think you can hear it in, you know, especially in the new music as well. It's like, it's just, it's always evolving, but it still has that DNA of just, it's a great rock band. So as you guys are both mentioning over and over again for young bands listening, I mean, the key is know who you are and speak your truth through your music, but always be open to growing and changing every day because... You never know what's coming next. But also have the confidence, like, I think we're the best band you can see live. I don't think there's a better, I don't think there's no one I'm afraid to get on stage with. You're not going to make us feel intimidated. Like, we sincerely, we did the tour with Cheap Trick and ZZ Top. And honestly, at the end of a show, I was like, go ahead. Why don't you play our songs that people don't know and let's see who they like better. <laughs> you know, the advantage yeah. to a, a band that has a hit is they have a hit. So people are going to sing it whether they, you know, no matter what. But the, your, the real true test is like going out there and making people move when they didn't even want to. They didn't even know they were going to move. Yep. The key there is uh, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. 
So, yeah. Well, Don and Greg, on behalf of, uh, of C. Todd and Lawrence, thanks for joining us today and telling us the whole damn story about the whole damn mess. <laughs> and uh, I encourage everybody listening uh, to uh, keep uh, your eyes and ears open because Whole Damn Mess is going to be continually rolling out uh, new songs through 2020. Jenna from uh, 97X, thanks so much for joining us today and telling how uh, you became a, a key player in uh, the band's uh, exposure and music being spread to the masses. And Kevin, thanks a lot. I love the name of your, I love the name of your company, Handheld Management, because I'm telling you, sometimes people do need their handheld. My last name is Held, obviously. There used to be a hand, actually. <laughs> so it made a lot more sense. But anyways. <laughs> Still makes sense to me. I like it. All right, hey, well, one thanks. last thing. Our yeah, next, please. Our next single actually has our friend Mick Fleetwood playing drums on it. Nice. All right. Well, you didn't have your drummer back in Vegas. Too bad Mick wasn't around to fill in that day. <laughs> Wish he was. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. Jen, it was great to see you. You too. So good seeing you guys. Thanks and we'll for... see you the 22nd. Yes. I'm so excited. Okay. Finally, you get to see us. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening to the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. Powered by Uncle Promo in association with Osiris Media. And please remember to subscribe. I'm your host, Dead Air Dave. I'll catch you next time. Our theme music was written and performed by Los Angeles band Love Ghost.